Hello, it's Santa. And thank you so much for joining me today as we count down the days to Christmas. Well, I am just taking a break from wrapping presents for Mrs. Claus and the elves. Well, I am not the greatest at all at wrapping gifts, but I do try my best. But the elves, oh my goodness, you have never seen anyone wrap a present the way that an elf does. I do love giving presents. While it may not be a surprise to you that Santa Claus loves giving presents, have you ever wonder why I love giving them? Well, it's not because it's my job. I've never considered delivering gifts to be a job. The elves, Mrs. Claus and I, do all that we do because we love bringing joy to millions and millions of children each and every year. That feeling of giving to so many others and making them happy makes us feel so happy. Why, even seeing Mrs. Claus smile and the twinkle in her eye when she opens a gift that I thought to give to her makes me feel happy and does warm my heart. This most certainly is a season of giving and not a season of getting. Have you ever given a gift to someone else? Well, it could be something you buy in a store or... Even some of your wonderful artwork that you make could be a wonderful gift to someone that you love. A gift doesn't have to cost a lot of money to be special, or any money at all. What is special is that you thought of somebody else more than yourself. You know, I have a wonderful story about this very thing. Well, unlike many of my stories... This one didn't happen very long ago at all. It was actually just three years ago. Are you ready? Ten dollars and eighty-seven cents. Emmy's entire life savings across her eleven years were now out of her pink piggy bank and onto the floor of her room. Surrounding the ten-dollar bills... Three quarters, two nickels, and two pennies were Emmy's dolls. Emmy loved dolls. She loved to dress them in new outfits. She loved to brush their hair. She loved pretend tea parties. Anytime she was bored, she would imagine that her dolls were planning a special event. A wedding, a fancy vacation, a graduation party... Why, with her dolls, the adventures were endless. She looked at the money on the floor. Ten dollars and eighty-seven cents. She began to dress each of her dolls in their finest outfit. She placed them gently into her backpack, grabbed her money, and put it into her pocket. Emmy walked out of her family's apartment and down the city block to the corner toy store which was run by a wonderful man named Mr. Hanover. Mr. Hanover had known Emmy nearly all of her life. She had been there when her grandmother would take her to buy a new doll for her birthday, or to buy a special outfit for her dolls when she received an especially good report card from school. Today, 
was a different kind of day. It was Christmas Eve, and she didn't come to the store for herself. She waited patiently in a long line of last-minute shoppers. Finally, she was at the front of the line. She walked up to the counter, and Mr. Hanover smiled down at her. Something new for your dolls today, Emmy? he said. No, Mr. Hanover, I'd like that. Her fingers shook as she pointed to an item on the electronics wall. It was a football game made for Xbox. Mr. Hanover looked puzzled. Football? I've never known you to like video games, Emmy. I don't, Mr. Hanover, she answered. It's not for me. It's for Jack. Mr. Hanover knew Jack quite well. Jack was Emmy's 14-year-old brother and had also been in the store many, many times over the years. Mr. Hanover nodded, knowing that Jack was a big fan of video games. I see, he said. Well, that is a very nice gift for your brother. He handed the game to Emmy. She looked at the price tag. $39.99. Oh, she knew that she didn't have enough money to buy the game, but seeing the price tag and knowing how little she had in her pocket made it all seem so real now. She took the money out of her pocket, and as Mr. Hanover began counting, she felt her face grow red, and she looked back at the log line of shoppers behind her. Before Mr. Hanover could even finish counting, she stopped him. It's $10.87, she said. And I know it's not enough, but I have 12 dolls here. And she pulled them out of her backpack. And they are all in very good condition and wearing nice outfits. I'd like to trade them and my money for the game. But, Emmy, you love these dolls. She nodded, looking down at the dolls. And then she looked up at Mr. Hanover. But I love my brother more. She tried to say the words quickly, with her eyes filling up with tears. Mr. Hanover was speechless. Well, he felt the customers behind Emmy grow anxious, and not knowing quite what to do, he nodded and received each of the twelve dolls and the ten dollars and eighty-seven cents. He rang the video game purchase up in the cash register, placed it in a bag, and handed it to Emmy. Merry Christmas, Emmy, he said. She gritted her teeth together, not able to say anything. She nodded, took the bag, and put it inside the now-empty backpack. She gave her dolls one final look and then left the store. When she got home, Emmy gift-wrapped the video game using some newspaper and placed it under the tree. She cut a piece of paper out of her notebook and, using her neatest handwriting, wrote Merry Christmas Jack. Love, Emmy. A few moments later, Jack returned home holding a big gift-wrapped box. With a smile, he said to his sister, Emmy, look, this is your Christmas gift. Since we'll be opening Santa's gifts in the morning, I thought maybe you'd like to open this one for me today, on Christmas Eve. Emmy smiled. She still missed her dolls, 
but she couldn't wait to see Jack's reaction when he opened the video game. It was the one he had wanted for more than a year. She was so excited she wouldn't have to wait until morning to see him open it. I got you a gift too, she said, and she received the gift from under the tree and held it out proudly to Jack. Surprised, Jack responded, You did? You didn't have to do that, Emmy. I wanted to, she said. Go ahead, open it. No, 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 you go first, Jack answered, as he held out the giant box and put it down in front of Emmy. Emmy had never seen a box so big. Whatever could be inside of it? She began to open the box. It took some time, but she eventually knew what it was. Her smile went away again. It's a dollhouse, Jack said. Now you'll finally have a place to keep all of your dolls in your room, and they won't be scattered around on the floor. Think of all the adventures your dolls can have now that they have a house to live in. Well, don't you like it? It's the nicest gift I've ever gotten. Thank you, she said, biting back tears. Here, and she held her gift out to Jack. Jack tore open the newspaper wrapping paper. When he saw what was inside, his mouth opened in shock. But, was all that he said. It is the one you've always wanted, right? Emmy asked. Yeah, Jack said. Except, and he paused, I don't have an Xbox anymore. Emmy was stunned. I don't understand. I sold my Xbox to buy you the dollhouse. Oh, I know how much you love your dolls, and I wanted you to have it. Emmy hugged her brother so tightly as tears flowed from her eyes. She didn't even try to stop those tears this time. She knew there was no stopping them. When she was finally able to speak, she looked at him. I traded in my dolls to get the video game for you. Jack was speechless. Each of them gave up the items they loved most in the world to make the other person happy. Well, the next morning, they woke up to the gifts that I delivered to them. Now, I had no idea what had happened on Christmas Eve. I had already started on my ride in another part of the world. Had I known, well, I certainly would not have brought any more clothes for her dolls and an Xbox game for Jack. Well, that's what they had requested in their letters to me. After opening their gifts, Emmy and Jack sat at the kitchen table eating their breakfast. Suddenly, there was a knock at the door. Well, this wasn't a surprise. Their grandmother always joined their family for Christmas morning. Jack, Emmy, their mother called from the foyer. Someone is here to see you. They walked to the front door and saw Mr. Hanover brush Christmas snow off of his shoulders and onto the doormat. I hope you don't mind that I told your mother what each one of you has done, he said with a frown. I wanted her to know how proud she must be of the two of you for being such wonderful children. Children who understand the real meaning of the Christmas season. 
His frown turned into a smile, and he stepped to the side, revealing two beautifully gift-wrapped boxes. For us? Emmy asked. Why, certainly, Mr. Hanover answered. Jack opened his box and was shocked to see his Xbox. Seeing this, Emmy tore into her present. As she lifted each flap of the cardboard box, the light shone inside, and she could see the blue, the green, and the brown eyes of her dolls staring up at her. Oh, thank you, thank you, they both said, as Mr. Hanover knelt down to hug them both. This is the greatest Christmas ever. Mr. Hanover smiled. It was his greatest Christmas ever, too. Oh, there is so much that I love about that story. It's not hard to see how much Jack and Emmy cared about each other, and that to them, their siblings' happiness was more important than their own personal things. And how about Mr. Hanover? The children never could have imagined that he would bring them gifts. Why do you think it was his greatest Christmas ever? After all, nobody had gotten him a gift. You may have heard a grown-up say to you once, "'Tis better to give than to receive." I most certainly believe that's true, and hope that you'll remember the importance of giving back to others across this holiday season and far, far beyond. Now I receive wonderful, heartfelt gifts. Each and every day, your letters. We are now up to eight sackfuls of letters each and every day here in the North Pole. Oh, that always happens the closer we get to Christmas Eve. Now let me thank just a few of you whose letters I have just read. Well, thank you to Tabara and to her brother Hugo. Tabara wrote me her letter in French, and she asked for princess dresses for Christmas. Oh, that is a very popular gift request this year. And thank you to Oscar. Oscar is five years old and lives in New Zealand. He asked me three wonderful questions in his letter. Santa, why do you call Vixen Vixen? Why did you decide to live in the North Pole? It is a long way to come to New Zealand. Santa, why did you want to marry Mrs. Claus? <laughs> I do love those questions, Oscar, and I will answer each and every one. Vixen was the youngest reindeer on my team before Rudolph joined us many, many years ago. She is a very spirited reindeer, and she is always playing fun tricks and telling very funny jokes, which is how she got her name, Vixen. You asked why did I decide to live in the North Pole, which is a fantastic question. Well, there are quite a few reasons. First, I needed to find a very large area that could fit our workshop. And homes for all of the elves. Think about all the space that you must need when you are building millions and millions and millions of presents each and every year. Next, I needed an area that does have some privacy. Could you imagine if people could look inside of my workshop? They would most certainly see their gifts before Christmas, 
which just wouldn't be right. And finally, and most importantly, the snow. I will tell you, Oscar, you have never seen a snowfall quite like a North Pole snowfall, especially in December. Now, I will say you are most certainly correct. It is a very long way from the North Pole to New Zealand. And your final question, which I believe is the most important one of all. Why did I want to marry Mrs. Claus? Why, she is the most wonderful, most caring person I have ever, ever met. And she loves Christmas and bringing joy into the lives of children as much as I do. Well, speaking of Mrs. Claus, I must get back to wrapping these presents. She will be home soon, and I certainly don't want her to see her gift before Christmas morning. I'll be back to speak with you again tomorrow. But before I go, let me remind you, be kind to others, and not because of my lists, but because it is the right thing to do. Ho, 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 ho.